on um, Saturday. Um, but, you know, it seems like we get a lot of dogs out Saturday and then we start filling back up throughout the week again. Um, last month, I think we had the highest intake uh, totals uh, since I've been at the shelter for the past wow. three years. So it's just been in- incredibly high intake numbers. That's not good. Um, yeah, not good. Um, but, you know, we are, you know, foster not quite a few dogs. And so um, we have a lot of senior dogs right now. And so um, senior dogs are some of the, the best dogs and the funniest dogs. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen a senior dog try to play before, but uh, it's pretty fun. They're a little stiff in the legs, and they just kind of bounce around out there. And uh, we got one named Belladonna, who's a sweetheart of a dog. She's 10 years old, and um, she'd love to meet you. Is this a um, is this a time of the year where folks come in and uh, maybe adopt a dog as a future Christmas gift, if you will? So we tried to um, instead of being a Christmas gift, um, get a gift card. So we have gift cards you can get. Um, really? That way, that person yes, sir. That way, that person can come on in and, and pick out their own dog. Um, Rather than, um, you know, you trying to pick out a dog for someone, make sure the dog, uh, like we talked about earlier, make, the, make sure the dog picks them, you know. Um, and so we, we do have gift cards you can get uh, to, to give to your loved ones. That's a cool deal. That, yeah. That's a cool deal. And, and the, the uh, doghouse thing, how, how, how did that go? Uh, it went good. It went good. We sold quite a few. We still have quite a few left. Um, so I'm trying to figure out different ways to kind of market those guys and, and get those sold. But, um, but yeah, it went pretty good. So we're, we're excited about it. I'll have a, a post on Facebook probably today or tomorrow with the dog houses we have left. Um, and just really excited about, uh, you know, getting those out and just getting those sold and, and, uh, maybe doing it again next year. I would imagine that, uh, with the, the high intake that you could use some, some donations of dog food and things. Absolutely. Yes, sir. We're always looking for donations of dog food. Um, you know, any, if you have any old open bags or if you want to go to uh, Walmart today and, and, and see you guys drop off some money to you guys that are out there and then pick up some toys or toys or tots and pick up some uh, dog dog food for the shelter, you should get the, the trinity of, of goodness right there. Ward, uh, has, Ward, Ward has found a, a Santa suit, so Ward's going to be there in a Santa suit today. At Walmart on Franklin? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I got the Santa suit, guys. You well, what size is it? Uh, it it's, it'll fit. No, what size is it? No, bring it. Uh, bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. I have it. Tom uh, wants it. Last year. Uh, Tom it, wants it. <laughs> it. It's a little toasty for a Santa suit. Nope. It is hot. <laughs> It'd be great. It's yeah. hot in its studio, by the way. I'm like, turn the air <laughs> conditioner on, management. Right. Uh <laughs> <laughs> all right mike man we appreciate it we uh we wish you the best uh and, and if there's anything we can do to help down at the, the shelter let us know yes sir appreciate y'all talk to you soon that's mike gray from the uh, humane society so there you go all right uh so you so you're not gonna do the the santa suit thing that would be you no I, i'm ringing the bell you can't ring the bell santa and wear a santa to, suit oh yes you can no Oh, I'm, yes, you can. I'm not that talented to where I can do two things at once. So Somebody get us a suit. 
So hey, let me let me just ask you this: Did anybody you spoke to the Lorena football team last night? I did. Did anybody ask you about that massive boulder that came down off that mountain and landed on top of you? No, not one person. Not one person. They didn't care. No, they don't. They didn't care. <laughs> Nobody cares. They they cared about eating. Mm-hmm. No, they, I, I was told. Let me let me right here on the CNC Collision Center text line. Shout out to Ward for t- for talking to the lepers last night. Glad to have him. So the, Thank you. they were they were thrilled. So what was your theme of your speech last night to the Lorena Leopard football team? Uh, just a normal speech about being a team and eleven guys working in unison and uh, congratulated them on getting this far. But the story's not over yet, and that you know something that I I tell everybody that if I speak to a high school team and and I've told you know many times it's it's no secret you know for anybody that's been there. You know, these are the times they're going to remember the rest of their lives. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 not the state championship game or the semifinal game or the by district game or any game during the season. They won't. They may not remember the scores of those games. They may not remember, you know, a play in some of those games. They'll remember being there, but they won't remember everything about the games. But they will remember those brothers that are in the locker room with them right now, and and that's something that you carry the rest of your life. And I don't care what level you get to play at, it, and it doesn't matter how far you go in your career, those guys right there are going to be with you for the rest of your life. Those are the memories you're going to have more vividly than any other in your career. And so enjoy the ride. Have fun because it is a game. It's the greatest game on earth, and, and it's supposed to be fun. And So go out and have fun, relax, and take care of what you can take care of, and don't worry about anything else. Yeah, just go play the game. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're right. These That meal last night will be a memory. Yeah, absolutely. The the practices will be mm-hmm. a memory. I told them, you know, in August when it was hot and you were out running routes with your uh, teammates and in the locker room or in the weight room lifting those weights, those are the memories you're going to have more than anything else. It's not necessarily the games, but just being together and being that team, that's what you'll remember more than anything. Very nice, Ward. I, I wasn't invited or I would have loved to have come to – to give you some support and, and 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 listen to said speech, but Corey didn't invite me. Uh, Come on, no. Uh, hey, here's you one. were busy at the <laughs> Baylor Club. Yeah, I was at the Baylor Club. Uh, here's See, a that's uh, rough. Yeah, here is a. Uh, I was hanging out with Moses. No, thanks to Corey and everybody yeah. over there for having me. I was very honored to be able to be there. It's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Good luck to those guys. Uh, from the 903, th- and you know what? We could do this today. Travel tips for Ward. <laughs> no, listen. This is good. It listen is. to this one. Travel tip. Make sure your hat and gloves are in the pockets of your jacket before you pack your carry-on. Thank you for that advice. That is outstanding information. Yes, it is. And that is one I would have never thought of. I was going to wonder where I was going to put my glove. I'm carrying my heavy overcoat, and, and I'm putting a sweater on. And it, I may sweat to death getting on the plane, but I'll be I'll be grinning when I get you off in 32 degrees. You could take the sweatshirt or the sweater off. I could do that. Once – once you've boarded mm-hmm. and secured yourself into your seat, are, yeah. you, are you a window guy or an aisle guy? I don't care. Okay. I, I like to sit by the window, but I'm not going to fight for a window. They're going to put you in the middle. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> With that screaming baby right behind you. Well, there won't no, be this is babies. a charter plane. I'm yeah. sorry. All right, seven thirteen. Yeah, if you've got a travel tip for Please Ward, he's going to Bommy, Whitewater, Wisconsin.
That's a great tip. Thank you. That is a great tip. Way to go, 903 area code. All right, here we go. Uh, Time to check that weather forecast. And I'm curious. what. I don't think they're going to give you the weather forecast in Whitewater Ward. I think they're going to give you the Waco weather. Oh, sorry. It is brought to you this morning by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925. They're at 6101 Bosky Boulevard. You can check them out at WHB Family. That's whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see clearing skies today in very mild conditions. High temperatures top out at 81 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, we drop to only 65. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy skies. 87 degrees a high, and that would be a record high because the old record is 80, set back in 1938. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Following some time off for finals, the Baylor women back in action on Sunday, December 19th in Connecticut against Michigan in the Hall of Fame Women's Showcase. Join Sophia Young-Malcolm and the voice of Baylor women's basketball, Derek Smith, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Chrissy, it's Leo. We're going to need some backup on Friday night, okay? Leo's Limos needs to say I do to four commercial drivers. You booked another wedding on Saturday? Before wedding season. No, 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 I'll make it work. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? Well, you don't have to. La Fiesta is hiring. Come join the family-owned and operated Best Mexican Restaurant in Waco, home of the famous Purple Margarita and famous Chili Con Queso. Join the La Fiesta family today. Great money and flexible with your schedule. Call us today at 254-292-2411 or come by 3815 Franklin Avenue in Waco. You can also apply online at lafiesta.com. Be a part of the La Fiesta family. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. All right, welcome back. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 7 o'clock hour of service at Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. By the way, I don't know if you know this, Ward, but Mr. that's uh, Michael Bublé uh, on the vocal there. Did, his television special, his annual Christmas special, on the other night. So if you're a Michael Bublé fan, you missed it. But it was on last, the other night on NBC. Good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, he could sing a Christmas song now. Uh, He's outstanding. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, And the show was terrific. It really was. I'm not big in watching a bunch of those type programs, but his is really, really good. Mm -hmm. I I would much rather watch Frosty and Rudolph. and (laughs) Kelly Clarkson's was good the other night, too. See, I missed that one. I wanted to see that one because – it was good. Yeah. Did you record it? Uh, Yes, I did, as a matter of fact. Why won't you send that dub over to me? Well, I don't – I don't know how to get it off the DVR to you, but I'll see what I can do. I bet I can go. I bet we can find it somehow. Oh, I'm sure you can. It's. I mean, you can find anything nowadays. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, let's see. What? Uh, I don't know if you saw this. 94 to 40? Are you kidding me? Uh, the uh, Baylor women's basketball team put a thumping on Alcorn State yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, they put a thumping on them, 94 to 40. So, they're now 91. And they get a little break. Uh and uh, they get like an 11-day break here, so good for them. And um, they also announced the signing uh, and finishing up their class for 2022 by adding, and I hope I say her name right, Dariana Little Page Bugs. Uh, Little Page Bugs, 6'1", out of Edmond, Oklahoma, a five-star recruit, ranked number 17 overall, number three in her position, according to ESPN uh, and you know, hey, look, how about that? That's that's a heck of a get oh, yeah. for uh, for Nikki Collin and, and the uh, Baylor women basketball team. So there you go. All right, high school football. And uh, let's see. We've got uh, of our Central Texas team still playing. We got four. Or is it five? Would you consider Franklin Central Texas? It's I right do. on the border. I do. Okay, so Franklin's still going. So we got five. Uh, China Spring and Mart will play tomorrow night while Lorena. And Marlin will play tonight. Lorena and Lago tonight at 7 o'clock in Georgetown. Mm-hmm. And Marlin and, and Holly will play tonight uh, in Weatherford at Kangaroo Stadium. So, uh, And then uh, uh, tomorrow night, China Spring will be uh, in uh, Round Rock at Reeves Athletic Complex. That's a nice stadium. Nice stadium. They'll, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll like that. They're taking on Quero tomorrow night. And then Mart, 14-0, will take on 13-1 Fall City tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at, in uh, Elgin. And uh, we'll have that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. 6.30 for the pregame, 7 o'clock for the kick. Hey, look, every one of these football teams is one win away from AT&T Stadium. How about that? I mean, so you could see the finish line. The problem sometimes you get when you can see the finish line is that you can see the finish line. Mm-hmm. You've still got plenty of work to do this week before you get to the finish line. So, But, you know, we talked to Ray Biles about that yesterday, and he said it's not going to be a problem with his football team. Uh, they're, they're ready to rock and roll. So, uh, good stuff. But uh, I, I don't know about you, and I'm trying not to be a homer, but when I just look at these these four games that, that, that we're talking about, to, I like all four of our Central Texas teams. 
I do too. I, I really think they all have a really good chance to get to AT and T. I mean, is anybody playing better than China Spring right now? Is anybody playing better than Lorena right now? No, I don't think so. And, and, if they are, I want to see them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if, and same thing with I'm telling you, same thing with Mart. And, and then you look at Marlin and you go, huh? You know, when they won their first playoff game, and you, well, that's nice. But look how they've won football games in in. in Man, they're beating people soundly, and I'm talking about good people. Mm-hmm. They, they want some quality. They beat some quality teams on on the on their way to the semifinal game. I, I just I don't know about you, but I like the way these teams are playing. And look, no one's going to beat Franklin. Let, let's just put that on the table. Nobody's beating Franklin. That's one of those rare special football teams. And I'm telling you, no one's beating Franklin. I, I don't see it. I, I just don't. I mean, the, the way that they have just dominated all year long, it's it's pretty impressive. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I, I don't – again, I, I take any of these teams. And if, mm-hmm. if, if, if there's anybody out there that can, you know, beat them, I, I want to see them because that's – they're a really, really good football team because these are four great football teams. Yep. Got a question on the CNC Collision Center text line. Chet says, why play at 11? And I'm assuming he's referring to the uh, Class 2A Division II state championship game, the Mark Panthers, on Thursday. If they get there, if they beat Fall City, they'll play Thursday, next Thursday at 11 a.m. The reason is simple. Television. Mm-hmm. UIL. Well, Dictate. they want to get all the games in one location. They want to get all the games on TV. And there's only one way to do that. That's and, load them up. Yeah, and just load them up. I mean, Which they, I totally disagree with, by the way. Uh, it used to be that these schools, just like they would do any other game, they would pick their location, they would pick mm-hmm. their date, and they would pick their time to play the football game. I find it silly sometimes that a, if a Metroplex team qualifies and a team out of Houston qualifies, the Metroplex team is spending the night in their bed. While the, the team from the greater Houston area, they're loading up on a bus coming up the day before, staying in a hotel. There's a lot more moving parts. That, that, there we, is. But, we used to play a I lot of it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great. And it, the, the, the reason why I think it's great, and it, it, it gives an opportunity for all these teams to play in front of very big crowds. Now, we saw when they – I did the state championship games when it went to – uh, Reliant down in Houston in 2016. Yeah, it was 2016. There was a conflict at AT and T. Yeah, it, it, something was going scheduling on. scheduling conflict. Yeah, it, and so they moved it to Houston, and and they thought that they were going to UIL was going to try to do that on a regular basis, move it from AT and T to Reliant to get it in the Houston area for for reasons what you're talking about, partly, but it just didn't work. There wasn't hardly anybody at the game. Listen, and, and now you go to AT and T. There's seventy, eighty thousand people there for the games. In a rotating basis, yeah. There, I mean, well, I mean, for that six A state championship, there'll be sixty to seventy thousand people there. I, I, maybe I, I've never seen that. Uh, I have uh, last year. So, but but the my point is, I get what you're saying. It's not. We used to have we, three state championships a year in Waco. Yeah. Because, because of the it was centrally located. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Each team traveled get, the same I, amount I of distance, and I, they played at it. night. And again, I have the same. I have the same argument with the with the baseball and the basketball. What guy wants to play at nine o'clock in the morning? Mm-hmm. Most important game of these kids' careers, and most important game of that coach's career, and they're playing at nine o'clock in the morning in Round Rock. What right. kid? Well, who wants to do that? Nobody. 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 And who wants to play on a Wednesday night? By the way, when you've played fourteen weeks on Friday night. Mm-hmm. There's. I mean, I get it. But I, I think it's the only it's way to really make cool. Yeah, for, from a fan perspective, I get that. I mean, you can walk in by a, a, a pass for all the games, and man, you're going to see some great football for three days. Mm-hmm. And it's an. But the other side of it is too. I mean, it's an opportunity of a lifetime for those kids to play in an NFL stadium. No, I get it. I mean, that's that's pretty cool in itself too. Yeah. Right? But if you've got a if you've got a team out of the Panhandle, which mm-hmm. we rarely do, and you've got a team out of the Metroplex, is 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 that a fair neutral site? Uh, probably not. No, I mean you know if you're looking at traveling and and all those aspects that go into it, yeah. But I mean it, it was kind of the same thing for that Houston deal. Oh, I, I mean, agree. They, they played. I get what you're saying. Let it go back to a choice of the school and the night the school wants to do it. I get that. And that would be fine with me, too. Um, But from from a perspective of how unique it is and how cool it is to have it all in one location, I, I, I like it. And, and weather plays a factor. We're in the middle of December, and sure. you're, you're indoors. You, I, yep. get, I get that part, too. And there that, was, That's it was, another good thing. But, yeah, I mean, but we have three domes in the state of Texas mm-hmm. that you can choose from. Well, and, the, and, the, and again, you're right. But, again, it goes back to it just didn't work in Houston because there's just not as much – it's not as easy to get to for as many people. I mean, you have, you have just pure – football fans that just load up no, and, I get it. and make their way to Arlington because it's, you know, it's easy to get to and it's it's a good location and so, you know, and and the Metro Mess has so many people in it that it it fills that thing up. I, I'm wondering why you couldn't figure out a way scheduling wise to schedule this thing over two weekends maybe. Uh <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I did they do that at one time? I don't know that they did or not. I don't I can't remember, but I, it seems like that they had the lower classifications one weekend and the higher classifications the next, but probably not. Maybe that was just a dream. Yeah, and I know that but weather that would can be awesome. I know that weather can be a factor. I, I did one year. I did Smithson Valley and Denton Ryan. Mm-hmm. Well, it's both of those are right along I thirty five. One out of the San Antonio area, one north of the Metroplex. Where did right. they play? They played at Waco ISD Stadium. Packed the house. Mm-hmm. It was great. Except for it was a driving rainstorm. Right. However, we saw one of the I thought one of the best football games that I've ever done, and it went to overtime. And I mean, you know, just it was it was a great football game. But I I, I get the weather thing, but I, I still believe that when two schools and are doing their thing, they ought to be able to pick where they play, when they want when they want to play, what day if they want to play on Friday night, great. You want to play on Saturday, knock yourself out. But I promise you, none of them are picking eleven AM on Wednesday. Probably not. Like like the one A schools are having to do. Probably not. So that that's my only argument. All right, seven twenty nine. Doesn't really matter because UIL and Fox and money and everything else that drives this world says, hey, let's do it at AT&T Stadium where we only need one set of cameras 
and one set of camera operators, and we'll put them all on television, and away we go. So that's that's how that works. All right, uh, seven twenty nine. We are going to. Uh, hey, I just got a text from Tim. Says I was on that Denton Ryan team. Well, Tim, that was a heck of a football game, wasn't it, buddy? It really was a great football game, and both teams played really well in a rainstorm. It really was a crazy, crazy day. I did, I did that game for the Texas State Network, and man, it was, it was a great game. All right, seven twenty nine coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're going to talk some more high school football. Brian Bell, the head coach of the China Spring Cougars, coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. In a rematch of last season's Sweet 16 matchup in Indianapolis, it's Baylor and Villanova this Sunday in the Farrell Center. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Bears, Wildcats, Baylor and Villanova. Sunday here on the home of the defending national champions, ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality, 
pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 in Imperial. Keenan and Claire, tell them where. Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Melissa Smith had her ninth consecutive double-double in a 94-40 win over Alcorn State. Queen Egbo left the game in the second half with an ankle injury. The Mavericks won in Memphis 104-96, while the Rockets beat Brooklyn 114-104. Tonight, the Spurs are at home against Denver. The Texans have placed Zach Cunningham on waivers a year after signing him to a $58 million contract extension. The NCAA's Football Oversight Committee has discussed possibly changing the early signing period for recruiting. Administrators and coaches believe the current recruiting calendar has led to more coaching changes during the season. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's also beginning to look a lot like the state semifinals. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. 7.34 with Tom and Ward. We're joined now by China Spring Cougar head football coach Brian Bell. Brian, good morning. We appreciate your time as always today. Hey, good morning. Appreciate you guys having me. Hey, I was just looking back. and Last three weeks, Sealy, Carthage, West Orange, Stark, playing that caliber of competition, how does that prepare you for this semifinal matchup with Quero? Uh, yeah, no, Quero's a good football team. Um, but, you know, we have had a rough road kind of trying to get to this point and playing some really good football football teams. And um, I'm just blessed that we have a good, mature football team. And those, our guys just take it one week at a time. And they don't they don't look too far behind them. They don't look too far ahead of them. Uh, they just take it one week at a time. And uh, Quero, like I said, is a tough opponent. And uh, we're going to have to bring our best this week in order to make it a football game. We were talking about it, but you're probably not going to see anything from Quarrel that you haven't seen already in this playoff run as you prepare for this semifinal game. Uh, absolutely, but at the same time, you know, Quarrel Quarrel has their own way of uh, kind of exploiting defenses, and they they do some things defensively we haven't really seen. You know, the kids play really hard, and uh, they got two dynamic receivers and a quarterback who can sling it. So uh, they're definitely going to present some problems we haven't been able to see yet this year. When you talk about Quarrel. You 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 kind of mentioned a couple of things. What are some of the, the the major concerns as you go into this football game? Well, like I said, you know they're well coached uh, football team. You know, Coach Alvarez does a phenomenal job, him and his staff, and he's got some, their guys playing really really hard. And so, um, you know, it's tough to beat beat an opponent twice in a year. And um, I think they beat uh, Navarro, Geronimo twice, and they beat uh, Wimberley twice. And I think uh, uh, you know they're just they're just a well uh, good disciplined football team that plays hard. Like I said. And, uh, offensively, they got some big time playmakers. Um, like they, they can uh, throw the ball deep on you. They can run the ball down your throat, do a lot of different things. And uh, defensively, I think their linebacker, their Mike linebacker, has um, a crazy amount of tackles, like 250. Um, and so, I mean, it's just crazy how, how hard their defense plays and how well coached they are. So uh, they're definitely going to present some problems for us. Coach, is this another game where you just worry about your color jersey and take care of what you can take care of and not worry about anything else other than that? 
you, you say that like I've said that before or something, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty much what we try to do. You know, um, we we have, we've played good teams, like I said, but we really are confident that if we take care of our own business and and we really truly make it all about us and we we play our best game because that's what we can control. Uh, then we'll, we'll we'll put our best foot forward and hopefully go one and zero. But uh, you're exactly right. If our guys can just focus on us and and comp- or controlling the ball and protecting the football on Friday night, I think uh, our, I like our chances. You've been look. We've been playing football since August. W- what does a week in December look like for the Chattanooga Spring Cougars? I mean, are are you out there trying to get better, or is this just keeping it polished, keeping it clean, keeping it sharp, and and getting ready to play the next one? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I've, I've personally never been here before. Um, you know, we, we practiced at this time like six years ago uh, back when my dad was a head coach, and uh, I was blessed to be calling plays in 2016. But um, the, the weather was a lot different back then. It was cold. You know, our practices were a lot quicker. My dad wasn't as tough. You know how that works. Uh, just just joking. But, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's like 75 degrees out there at practice for us right now. So we're very, very blessed to be, to be playing football in December. And um, right now we're just trying to stay healthy and, and uh, keep, like you said, keep our guys polished, keep them playing fast keep them playing physical and uh, just try to put the best product out there on Friday night as we can. How important is it to get off to a quick start and maybe just move the chains and stay in front of them? Uh, that's extremely important, uh, especially just starting starting fast early. Um, and, you know, Quarrel, uh, they're, like I said, they're a good football team and they've got some big-time playmakers, so we're going to have to try to do our best to prevent big plays, but we're going to do what we do. Um, we haven't changed much defensively or offensively throughout this entire season, so uh, we really are confident in kind of what we're doing. And that's no disrespect to Quero. That's just um, kind of us as a coaching staff trusting our kids, and we believe in our guys. So uh, we're going to do our best to go out there and just do what we do. That's a great point, Brian. I mean, look, we're in the semifinals. Both of these teams are, are championship-caliber football teams. So when you have two great teams, in your opinion, what's what does this one come down to? Uh, I think, number one, just uh, ball security, I think. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, being able to protect the football and not turn it over, and uh, vice versa on the defense side of the ball, creating takeaways. Uh, Quero does a really good job of that. Uh, I think they're like plus 20 on the season uh, in their turnover-takeaway takeaway ratio, and uh, we've got a pretty good one too. So uh, hopefully whoever wins that battle uh, will win the game. And I think just how well you tackle at this point of the season, um, you know, not missing tackles and getting yourself in bad positions and stuff like that to, to prevent big plays. So if we can uh, control the football and, and, and kind of – uh, prevent missed tackles. I think that's going to give us an advantage. I, I realize your focus is on the uh, the blue of China Spring, but it is kind of cool to sit back and look and, and and think about. We've got four football teams in in this greater area that that could be at AT and T Stadium. It just talks about the caliber of, of football played in Central Texas and the caliber of coaches. Absolutely, especially the caliber of coaches. You know, uh, guys guys in Central Texas have been doing it uh, at a high caliber for a long time and. Um, just, I mean, just as a whole, um, been playing really, really good football. And so uh, for it to kind of be obvious to people and uh, for we, us to still have four teams in the playoffs, and, uh, it, it's, it's really, really cool just for Central Texas and, um, and surrounding areas are playing great football right now. So really proud of everybody. Coach, thanks. Appreciate your time. Wish you the very best tomorrow night down in Round Rock. And, uh, and uh, let's talk again next week. Hey, uh, looking forward to it. Hopefully we can go 1-0, and man. There Thank you, you go. guys. Hey, have a great day. That is uh, Brian Bell, the uh, head coach of the China Spring Cougars, and I think they will go 1-0. Uh, and, and it will be a great football game, and it's supposed to be, Ward. It's the semifinals for Pete's sake. But, man, this is a team that just – it's kind of – I mean, they just appear to be on a mission. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, this team just appears to be, hey, look, you put whoever you want to in front of us. We're going to go get it done, and we're going to go on to the next one. And, and that's kind of – 
kind of what I mean. I was just looking back at, at you know the their path through the playoffs, and and that's kind of what it looks like to me. I mean, it's just you know what you want to throw West Orange Stark, throw them. You want you know you want to put Carthage out there. We're okay. You want you want to throw Sealy? They got a few state championships under their belt. You want to put them out there? Let's go. Let's play. And that's kind of been their 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 mo. Their mentality is is you know we'll line up against any that region. <laughs> man, you get through that region, you've done something. You have done something. So. Uh, should be a lot of fun. That is tomorrow night, seven o'clock, at Reeves uh, Athletic Complex in Round Rock. And man, that it's going to be a great facility, a great game. And oh, by the way, Ward, uh, tomorrow night's going to be about uh, 75, 80 degrees. Stop where, it. Where, where, where we all are. Stop it. Now, where you all are may be a little different. You think? Just a little different. So. Uh, we are taking travel tips for Ward. If you've got some travel tips, uh, we'd love to hear hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660, uh, Ward's leaving 80-degree weather. When he lands, it's going to be 8-degree weather. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Does it sound bad when I say it? A little bit. Oh, <laughs> uh, But you know what? It's a dry eight degrees. Stop it. <laughs> Seven forty-two. It's eighteen away from eight. This is game time. We're going to talk some cowboy football with R.J. Ochoa. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at four p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It was that tweet that I sent out of Lincoln Riley kicking a field goal to make it sixty-six thirty-three at the end of that game against Baylor in two thousand eighteen. Aaron, that thing has now been shared close to 6,000 times. Through various sources, I understand now that uh, Matt Rule enjoyed the tweet. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With the holidays right around the corner, your extra spending doesn't have to cost you more. The new Mars Rewards checking account from InCommons Bank is the perfect choice for the holiday season. Use your debit card to earn rewards and refer friends to get money back in your pocket. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com Mars. Member FDIC. The one stop for all your farm and rent supplies is China Spring Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, China Spring Country Store also has the latest styles from the most popular brands of women's Western clothing, including those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude, plus jewelry, lawn and garden products and Plum Creek Crockers that will be perfect for your front porch. Go by and see Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway. If you have a business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something, then let the pros at Mallory Screen Printing and Embroidery do the job for you. They can customize your logo on t-shirts, caps, dress shirts, golf shirts, winter apparel, and more. Stickers for any occasion, banners and signs, large or small. See more at MalloryPrint.com or call 1-800-433-2220. For your next custom screen printing or embroidery, check out their full catalog at MalloryPrint.com. 
Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Melissa Smith had her ninth consecutive double double in a 94 40 win over Alcorn State. Queen Egbo left the game in the second half with an ankle injury. The Mavericks won in Memphis 104 96, while the Rockets beat Brooklyn 114 104. Tonight, the Spurs are at home against Denver. The Texans have placed Zach Cunningham on waivers a year after signing him to a $58 million contract extension. The NCAA's Football Oversight Committee has discussed possibly changing the early signing period for recruiting. Administrators and coaches believe the current recruiting calendar has led to more coaching changes during the season. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. But baby, it's cold outside. But baby, it's cold outside. Been hoping that you drop in. I'll hold your hands. They're just yeah. like ice. Baby, it's hot outside. That's uh, Dean Martin. Seven forty-six, four feet away from eight. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. If you're out and about on your way to work or school, drive safely. Time to talk some cowboy football. We welcome into the program R.J. Ochoa from uh, Blogging the Boys and ESPN San Antonio. R.J., good morning. How are you? I'm doing well, guys. Merry Christmas. Uh, putting me in a nice festive mood. Uh, happy to be in December. Happy the Cowboys got off the schneid last week. Uh, yeah, they was that must win last week. You know, um, I, I would say, I would say a little bit, um, and I know that there's no little bit. It's, you can't be a little pregnant, um, and that's that's kind of what it, what it is. But if they had lost, I mean, obviously it would have been four out of five, and that would have really made this game on Sunday. I mean, terrifying. It, it's terrifying enough as is, and they could still lose on Sunday, and you know, still mathematically control their own destiny. But but I think, I mean. There's no you know way to quantify this, but I think they really needed it for morale, for confidence, just just because things were things were looking pretty dark there all the way through November. Now I'm a little confused, and that's not hard to do with me. But uh, I, we got Jerry Jones saying there's not much, if anything, wrong with Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott saying, you know what, I'm getting an MRI, uh, blah blah blah. So does he have a banged up knee or not? You know, I don't know how you could watch Zeke and, and not think <laughs> that he's dealing with something. Um, he's, he's clearly hobbled. He's, he's clearly not, you know, his full self. And, and even then his full self isn't his former self. Um, and so that's what, you know, I, I really thought the Cowboys were bluffing last week. I, I know I told you guys that because, you know, they've been, they, they, they really believe for, for whatever reason that what they say all week long is, is, is what their opponents are hanging on every word of, you know, they, they said all week that Dak was going to play in Minnesota, that Tyron Smith was going to play in Kansas city, that CD lamb was going to play on Thanksgiving day. And all three of those players wound up missing those games. I really thought that they were just kind of 
you know, bearish on Zeke so that, you know, they could pull the rug out from under the Saints and, and say kind of, you know, surprise, gotcha. And it would have made sense because, you know, he, he again, I think he really is dealing with something. And so, you know, that was a, a lower quality team. You didn't need Zeke to win that game. And you could have given Zeke the, that whole week, the mini buy to get ready for this stretch. I mean, Sunday's a big game, but, and I know the NFC East is, is not exactly stout in people's minds, but the Cowboys have five games left and four of them come within the division. So, Things are about to get really tense, and, and you can't have, you know, a less right, – right now, there used to be a point, I think, where, you know, an 80% Zeke was better than any other option you had. That's no longer the case, especially with how well Tony Pollard's playing. And speaking of Tony Pollard, they said yesterday that he was nicked up, and so they signed a, an extra running back to their practice squad. Is there anything going on that you know of with Tony Pollard? No, I think they're just being cautious. You know, Wednesday's the, you know, because the, the Cowboys, it's, it feels strange, especially because we're so deep into the season, but they're finally back on a normal rhythm. Uh, you know, we're so used to, you know, yesterday, obviously, being Wednesday. Wednesday's being the day before game day with the last two games happening on Thursdays. And so first injury report of the week, I think they're just, you know, being as, as cautious as they possibly can be, especially given that they might have to lean on Tony more than they have before, just because of Zeke's status. So, uh, Ido Smith, who they signed, uh, is a little bit of a lesser-known guy, uh, but I'll have you guys know that on Madden, his speed is among the higher ranks. So he's a really highly sought-after dude, uh, at least uh, in the world of Madden. You mentioned uh, that uh, four of the next five are against divisional foes. Of course, that fifth one is against the best team in the NFC right now in Arizona. But with the Cowboys playing the Redskins twice in three weeks – game planning do you just say you know what we're going to worry about this one now or do you have to kind of keep some stuff tucked in the back pocket because you know you're going to be hosting them in in three weeks i think you got to sell out i mean and and they have washington has such an interesting run they, they all five of their remaining games are against division rivals there, there are just for you know full context here there are 11 games left that involve an nfc east team Eight of them are common NFC East matchups. So, I mean, there are a lot of, you know, moving parts that are going to happen over the next month or so. Um, but, but you know, that second game, for all intents and purposes, might not even matter as far as the divisional race is concerned. And that's why I think this game is so important. This is, you know, kind of the effective NFC East title game for Dallas, at least, because if they win this game, they're 9-4, and four, Washington drops to 6-7. and seven. Next week, Washington is at Philadelphia, who, you know, is a little bit of a cute team, could maybe win that game. They're in the wild card hunt. They'll be coming off their bye. And Dallas is at New York, and I don't think any of us believe in the New York Giants. And so if the Cowboys win on Sunday, Cowboys win next week, and then Philly helps you out next week and beats Washington, that's it. Get the Cavs and the T-shirts. You've won the NFC East. And so obviously that second Washington game would still be important relative to NFC seeding and whatnot. But for that reason, I think, you know, if you win this game, you take a three-and-a-half game lead on Washington with four to go. I mean, it's, it's, it's not the kill shot, but, but, I mean, you take out their legs, you take out their arms, and, and you really kind of weaken them in a way that would make it really mathematically impossible for them to catch you. How much are you looking forward to seeing Neville Gallimore and Randy Gregory back in the lineup with this defense and get them closer to full strength? I'm I'm so excited, and, and they've kind of you know juiced me for for the whole team. Obviously, the defensive side of the ball specifically, but this is literally, and I don't know that anyone realizes this. This is the healthiest this team has been all season ever, like at any point. And that's I'm talking any week, week one through thirteen prior to this week. There is no significant player on the COVID list. There is no significant player 
on injured reserve. They will finally have all 22 of their intended starters, uh, which, you know, and maybe you look at that, you know, in a bit of a unique way along the offensive line because they have made some decisions. Those, those have been choices that they've made. But they finally, you know, Demarcus Lawrence is back. Lyle Collins is back. Neville, this is Neville Gallimore's first game. I mean, and, and you know, what would that position have been if not for Osa and Diggy Zua so far this season? And so I think, you know, seeing Neville and Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory and Osa Diggy Zua, I mean, it's, it's, it's very exciting. I mean, it finally allows Dan Quinn to – well, that's the, the craziest thing. It finally uh, allows Dan Quinn to use Michael Parsons how he intended. I mean, he's, he's been having to use him in all these kind of makeshift sort of ways, and he's still been phenomenal. So um, that might be the, the single quality I'm most excited about when it comes to this game. Limited snaps, I'm assuming, for, for uh, Gallimore when he comes back. Uh, what would you think, under 30, under, under 25? Yeah, and I, I think, you know, because you do got to, like you said, I mean, you got to kind of measure the long game, not necessarily against Washington, but, you know, you're you're banking on being a playoff team. You're banking on playing, you know, into February. And so uh, you definitely have to slow roll him back. And I think, you know, I thought at least that's how they were going to handle DeMarcus Lawrence last week. But, you know, it was a bit of a heavier load than I would have imagined for D-Law coming into his first game back. But, um, so maybe, you know, I, I think that that 30 number is right. And, and some of it is, is game specific and contingent on, on how things are going. And you do have Osa and, and other options just to kind of help you out and Carlos Watkins. But, yeah, I think um, it's, it's a slow burn, but hopefully a nice one. Is there a case for Micah Parsons to be the league's defensive player of the year? I don't know who it has a stronger case. I mean, maybe T.J. Watt um, and – I think the reality for some of these things, and, and you, you have to consider this when you talk MVP or, or whatever, there, there is a narrative aspect to it, and, and there is a story arc. I mean, you have to be on a really good team. You, you can't just be this amazing defensive player. And I think an example of that is actually relates to the Cowboys and the Steelers. And I will go to my grave saying DeMarcus Ware should have won Defensive Player of the Year in 2008, but the Cowboys missed the playoffs and the Pittsburgh Steelers won the Super Bowl. So James Harrison won that award that year, uh, which was a bit of a travesty. And so, I mean, Micah Parsons is kind of the face of a Cowboys defense that is, you know, kind of the center of the NFL universe. They are the Cowboys. I mean, he has all the narrative really working in his favor. If the Steelers missed the playoffs, obviously that, that works against T.J. Watt. So I will say I don't envision a world where he wins defensive rookie of the year and defensive player. That's just like on the subject of narrative, that that never happens. They never kind of double up on awards like that. You know, like think about it. Whoever wins MVP is always a quarterback, and they don't win offensive player of the year. Um, so I would, you know, I'd, I'd almost be worried if Micah does win defensive rookie of the year because that would make me feel like he didn't win defensive player of the year. But I think he's the front runner right now. I don't know how T.J. Watt deserves it more. Jerry Jones said that there's nothing wrong with the way Dak's throwing the football. It's his receivers breaking off the routes too short and running the wrong routes. Are, are you, is he watching a different game than I am? Are you buying that? I love that Jerry loves his quarterback, and that's awesome. And things have, you know, there was a really long period of time where, you know, at least I had to have a lot of fights with people on Twitter and stuff. Uh, defending Dak Prescott. And so, you know, I, I've got a lot of battle scars through through his career. Um, and, and he's reached a point now where I think it's almost universally accepted that he's a lead, he's amazing, et cetera, et cetera. And so you don't have to deal with the yahoos as much. However, because of that, there's we're now at a place where if you criticize him at all, um, you are now painted as a hater, somebody who never believed. And so 
that's an unfortunate thing because he has played very poorly, and, and that's that's a reality, and you have to admit that. And so I appreciate Jerry trying to you know spread the blame out and, and you know make it seem like there's a little bit more to go around, but Dak has been awful. I mean, this has been that November. This this last five game stretch is maybe the worst five game stretch I've ever seen from him. And it's okay, like admitting that out loud doesn't mean you love him less or whatever, <laughs> which is the, the the therapy conversation that we have with people a lot. Um, but I, I think that, you know, I would have loved to see Jerry challenge Dak. But, again, it's a sensitive thing because if, if Jerry challenges Dak, then, you know, the uh, the pitchforks come out in a bit of a different way. And so there's a cross to bear that somebody has to carry, and, and Dak, I think, has done enough work so far to this point in his career. Hey, what are you working on for uh, Blog of the Boys? Well, guys, I'll have you know that every week we run a Madden simulation on our YouTube channel for the upcoming Cowboys game, and that last week's was completely correct. The Dallas Cowboys beat the New Orleans Saints 27-17 to uh, by virtue of John Madden's famous video game. They had a defensive touchdown in the simulation. They went out and beat the Saints 27-17 to and had a defensive touchdown. I will tell you, because I love you guys more than anyone in the world, that the Cowboys had two defensive touchdowns in this week's Madden simulation and that they beat Washington 49 to 35. Uh, so uh, we've got that uh, jumping on our channel later on today for people to check out. It was a bit of a dramatic game. They were up 28 to seven before they let Washington catch up. So uh, it was a little bit entertaining. All right. RJ, nice. as always, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great week. See you later. That's RJ Achoa from Blog of the Boys and ESPN. <laughs> San Antonio. It's uh, 7.58. John Morris has got the bigger sports beat, and then we are going to talk to Ryan Aber from the Oklahoman, get the latest news on the uh, coaching situation in Norman, and we'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball rolls on. Plus, Baylor volleyball continues play in the NCAA tournament today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now... We're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Keep up with Baylor Volleyball all season long on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Baylor-V-Ball. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. 
And welcome back. Fifth-ranked Baylor women's basketball team knocked off Alcorn State yesterday, 94-40 to the final score, to run their record to 9-1 and on the season, recording their 66th consecutive home court non-conference win in the Farrell Center. Next up for the Baylor women on the road for a matchup with Michigan. That is Sunday week, December 19th in Connecticut. Meanwhile, Baylor Volleyball, the number five seed in the NCAA tournament, takes on number 12 seed Minnesota today in Madison, Wisconsin. Baylor and Minnesota played early in the season, the Bears winning 3-1. Here is Baylor Volleyball coach Ryan McGuire. Yeah, I think there's no surprises. It's, uh, you know, players are getting sharper. Their rotation is the same. Ours are going to look maybe a little bit different. Um we understand that we had to play well. We kind of made a big comeback push in the uh, in the four sets, win it in four. And you know, we know both teams are battle tested based off the opponents we played played this year. So the f- familiarity is there. It's uh, I don't think we got to you know figure out new schemes or systems from them. Same from us, <clears throat> them for us. But just a matter of who can execute best. And we can talk about uh, Minnesota and Wisconsin, but I'm sure you're not looking past Minnesota at all. I mean, that's that's got your full the oh, attention. No. Yeah, not not at all. They're uh, extremely good, battle tested, senior heavy like us as well, uh, all American and opposite, and uh, you know multiple players that can take over a match for Minnesota. So we we definitely need our best best version of ourselves playing this weekend. Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball, the number five seed in the NCAA tournament, taking on number 12 seed Minnesota today at 2 p.m. Central Time in Madison, Wisconsin, the game to be televised on ESPNU. A win today, and Baylor would advance, most likely for a matchup with Wisconsin, with a trip to the Volleyball Final Four on the line. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. This is Richard Carr. We have shared many challenges together over the past year, but 2021 brought a new business challenge. Computer chip shortages have created long delays for new vehicles. We're told production is improving and cars are coming. At Richard Carr Motors, we have a list of vehicles already in production called our inbound vehicle list. These are vehicles that will be delivered first. Get your name on our inbound vehicle list and be first in line for your new GM car or truck. Thank you, Central Texas, for your continued support. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. 
put McAdams and Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, five minutes after 8 o'clock. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. Our 8 o'clock hour is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefit package and outstanding starting pay, and you can Drop by 7601 Imperial Drive to apply. So there you go. All right. Uh, the Oklahoma Sooners, Ward Whites, they, uh, they're close to uh, nailing down their offensive coordinator. Jeff Levy is, uh, is going to be leaving Ole Miss in the SEC and headed to Oklahoma in the SEC at about two mil a year. He's done a really good job at Ole Miss, and I think that that's going to be interesting to see how he he uh, does over at Oklahoma. I mean, he's going to have, to me, he's going to have, if everything stays pat, you never know, but he's going to have the opportunity to have a lot more weapons at OU than he had at Ole Miss. Interesting because Venables is a defensive guy. Mm-hmm. So he has gone out, and he has gotten a guy that he really, you know, believes in it and the results have been there to uh, to work on that side of the football you know in 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 made a splash on his offensive side and so therefore you know look he's it sounds like he's just gonna kind of cut loose and say here this is your offense go to work well and that, that's going to be something different for Oklahoma It'd be because you get a defensive minded coach in there and look what did we just say yesterday about the big 12 I mean we've been saying it for a while but I mean we just mentioned it yesterday as well mm-hmm. This league has changed. It's no longer the high-flying circus act that we've seen in recent years. It's it's turned to a, a defensive league. And so OU, as good as they've been offensively, they were they were shut down some this year. And now, you know, and they still – their defense was better, make no mistake about it, because it was awful before. But, I mean, now they get a defensive guy in there. I mean, this whole league is, is made a complete – turnaround uh, as far as the philosophy of what you want to have as your program's moniker. And, and right now, a lot of these teams are saying, hey, we want a defensive guy in here. <laughs> it is funny to stop and think about it. Those 24-17 games are being played in the Big 12 now, and those 56-46 to 46 games are being played in the SEC now. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you want to talk about a 180. Uh, that That's that's a 180. So, it uh, there you go. I mean, it, now it's not – Official or final, but uh, that's certainly what uh, what it looks like for the uh, for the Oklahoma Sooners. It looks like that deal is just about done. So, uh, look, uh, the uh, <clears throat> Lane Kiffin's going to be looking for an OC. Uh, not all sure. he's, he's do, not going to be. I was going to say all he's got to do is look in his office. <laughs> yeah, and, and look, I, I'm not sure that he's going to. I mean, he he's still in the rumor mill for a move as well. So who knows? 
that may be the first part of the move for him. We'll see. Uh, CNC Collision Center text line. You know we've we've been asking for we've been asking for um, suggestions for Ward. He's traveling today. He's headed to uh, <laughs> Whitewater, Wisconsin, for a, a vacation. And uh, stop it. <laughs> Jose has a great, great, great thought. Jose mm-hmm. down in Temple says, I have jalapeno peppers from my garden. Take some <laughs> of those. Keep you warm, Ward. Great idea. <laughs> so there you there you have it. What's the current temperature in Whitewater, Wisconsin? Right. right now, this right. very minute. Hey, it's 20 degrees. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad at all. No. What's the wind? It's supposed to snow at 9 a.m. Well, it's got 51 minutes. What's what's the wind? Doesn't say. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, 809. Oh, look, uh, and, and I want to get into this because, I mean, this is breaking news here. Uh, Big 12 Commissioner Bob Bowlesby said uh, that there have been preliminary discussions with the NCAA's Football Oversight Committee and in coaching circles about possibly changing the early signing period for recruiting. Bowlesby, a former chair of the Oversight Committee, said the American Football Coaches Association, located right here in Waco, also has started talking about uh, shifting the uh, signing period, which began in 2017, and allows prospects to sign with schools in mid-December rather than uh, in the uh, in, in February. Uh, administrators and coaches have said the Accelerated recruiting calendar has led to more coaching changes during the season and early hirings to get new coaches in place for recruiting. There have already been 22 new coaches hired in the current cycle. Gee, you're a genius. Boy, that – and it took you this long to figure that out? Are you kidding me already? I mean, didn't we say that right in the middle of the season when Matt Wells was fired? Well, when it all started, Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that was kind of the first domino that you saw. or Around was, here. I mean, you can go Gary, all the way back to USC. Maybe it was Gary Patterson. I don't know which one came first. But one of those two, I mean, you saw those dominoes. I think it was Tech because it, everybody that played Kansas State there for a while was getting their coach fired. Uh, so, you know, that's what we said, that universities are almost forced into this situation. If you're going to move on at the end of the season, it's probably better for your program to move on as soon as you make that decision, whether it be in the middle of the season, whether it be at the back half of the season, whatever it is, because you've got to be able to get some stability and find out what direction you're going, whether it be a, a, an assistant somewhere else or a head coach somewhere else. You've got to figure it out because those recruits are not going to sit around and wait on you. Nope, and that's what you have to do. You have to try to – Secure those commits and keep them, and those that don't stay, you've got to replace. Go find new ones. Yeah, I mean, if if, if you got to hit the, re- yeah. I mean, you got to re-recruit them. You know, look what Joey McGuire did at Tech. I mean, as soon as he got out there, what did he do? He went to recruiting and he started signing kids right and left. And that's what I mean. It's it. That's where we're at now with this early signing date. You cannot afford to wait till after the season's over or. Sit back and go. Okay, well, we got to see what happens in all these bowl games with these coaches, so we can go ahead and figure out which one we're going to target. It just it that luxury is no longer available. So, what I would mean, you prefer? You know, I, I for, I'm gonna tell you what I prefer. I prefer get rid of this signing day, go back to February. Sorry. Well, that and that's fine. I I almost prefer maybe having it early in August 
and get it out of the way or just not have a hard sink date. Just say, hey, if a kid wants to sign, he signs, and you're done with it. Um, you know, because I don't – all the hoopla and the, and the you know, having the big unveiling and everything, I, I think it's a little bit overkill. Uh, that's just me. Tell you what else it does. It has kids thinking about that. You know, and, and I know that in the big scheme of things, in the whole wide world, I realize that a high school playoff game – it's probably not the most important thing in the world. It is, but to them. it is to them. Yeah, and, and now they're thinking about, uh, you know, where am I going to college? I'm getting ready to sign. I don't want to get hurt. Blah blah blah. Instead of playing that football game, instead of getting ready to play that high school, and coaches, I guarantee you, high school coaches don't like the early signing period. I promise you, they don't. No, I don't think they do. I, I, I it gets in the way. And, and again, I think if you do it early and and get it out of the way in August, that's fine. And I don't want to hear. Well, what if you have a guy that excels in his senior year that was – look, you, it doesn't mean because there's a signing day that you don't get signed later. It just doesn't. They don't fill up uh, – even in February, they're not going to fill up their their allotment immediately. A lot of them don't. I mean, there's still going to be a couple that they – you know, and it may make the coaches hang on to some of those. Rat hole one or two. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're smart enough to do that because there may be a, a, a shining star just all of a sudden pop on the horizon. But you take all the extracurricular and everything else out of it. I just don't – you know, I don't think you need all that. Well, so the, the, that's under consideration and conversation and oh, discussion. I think that's going to happen. Because, it, it has to. Because of the wildfire that happened this year. I oh. mean, this is, the, this is the first year that it, it got let, – let's be honest. It got – out of control this year, and it's and it's still going on. I mean, it, it be it, the the trickle effect continues. So now, look if if just from pos, assistant coaches, I mean, you're going to have a lot of movement, mm-hmm. and, and the movement has already begun. I mean, uh, there are coaches that were on the Baylor staff that are now on the Texas Tech staff. Albeit, I mean, look, I mean, they weren't uh, the the higher profile guys, but some of those guys, you know, and 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 Dave Aranda had to make some adjustments within his coaching staff because he lost he lost a he lost a key piece to his to his puzzle who went and took a head coaching job at Texas Tech and then he obviously took some guys with him so mm-hmm. it, it, it's I I don't like it I don't think I don't think there's anything good about it uh, and was was the signing date in February such a bad thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it was. I mean, the early signing date's fine, uh, but it, it it has caused havoc. I, again, I just do away with the thing. Just say, you know what? If a kid wants to sign in June or July or August or September or whenever he wants to sign, let him sign. Don't make it to where it's a hard sink date. It doesn't have to be. I mean, look, again, it's maybe maybe it's turned into a made for TV event too. I don't know. I just I think there's way too much overkill in it to begin with, and so just you know go back to you know being able to just say hey I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go play here, and that's you know I know where I'm going. I know what's gonna happen. We don't have to unveil it. We don't have to. It doesn't have to be that big. It's a it's a huge decision. It's a great deal. But I do believe that it's being overused in some cases. 
All right. Well, we'll see what they decide, if if anything. And oh, and they're going to move it. Yeah, don't I, you think? I, I think they have to. Yeah, I. I, I mean, I, it's because I think this football season, from the coaching carousel, if you will, was a train wreck. It was. It absolutely I, was. I, I just that's just you know. And it and it's created not only the coaching carousel, but it's also you know the transfer portal. Commit, decommit, it, commit, and decommit. the transfer portal is going to go absolutely bonkers because of the fact. I mean, you've already seen it. In a lot of places, you know, two more guys from Oklahoma yesterday. They went in the portal. I mean, they're continually having players just say, "Well, you know." And I get it. Your coach leaves. Okay, fine. That's I. I get that side of it. And but it, I mean, it. I don't. I don't really like the way the transfer portal is set up. Honestly, I just. I just don't. Uh, get off my lawn, kid. But that's that's the way my feelings are. It, it, but it's going to get worse. The longer you keep it open and free like this, it's going to get worse. Until they somebody starts to realize, hey, we're overloading this portal mm-hmm. and we're having more players than we have places and kids are going to get lost. Well, it's, it's going to start to become a knee-jerk reaction. And when you what have, do you mean start? It already has. Well, I, it, it to a certain extent it has. But, I mean, it's also, you know, you're going to have some that the first week they're there, well, it's not going to work out. I'm out of here. You know. Yeah. It, it, again, the instant society we live in is sometimes dangerous. Yeah, it, it's about instant gratification. We've we've said that a million times. I'm not getting what I want right now, so I'm out of here. And mm-hmm. it's that simple. All right, 18 minutes after eight, we're going to talk some more cowboy football coming up in just a couple of minutes, and we will also uh, get to the weather forecast brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home. But right now, Christy Scales has the cowboy update. Everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. The run game is struggling the past several weeks, and it's bad timing this Sunday at Washington as the Cowboys go against the NFL's third best run defense. And now Tony Pollard is missing practice with a foot injury. Details after this. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be, it's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com slash United. It's no secret the Cowboys' run game has struggled the past couple months as Zeke Elliott plays on a sore knee. And now Tony Pollard has missed practice this week with a foot injury. The team thinks Pollard will be able to play in Sunday's crucial division game at Washington, which boasts the third-best run defense in the league. As for Zeke, that knee's bothered him the past couple months, so coaches have cut his number of plays. But if you think Zeke is going to back off and rest the knee, think again. I'm never going to be 100%. I mean, it's a tough game. I take a lot of pride being out there. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to drag me off of the field. <laughs> you're going to have to drag me off of it. Sunday's game is a noon central kickoff. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales.
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see clearing skies today in very mild conditions. High temperatures top out at 81 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight, we drop to only 65. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy skies. 87 degrees a high, and that would be a record high because the old record is 80, set back in 1938. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. They need a touchdown and a two-point conversion to tie. Only heard here. Second and nine, snap is back. Prescott time, deep middle. All season. at the goal line, touchdown. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Washington football team. Live from FedEx Field on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys in Washington, Sunday at 11 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Twenty-three. Welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us. And a quick reminder that we uh, we will have the uh, the Cowboy game Sunday, but we're going to have it over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Eleven a.m. for the pregame, high noon for the kick with uh, Brad Babe and Christy Scales. Uh, and again, this is the first of two with Washington in a three-week window. And of course, the Cowboys will also play Philadelphia and New York. 
uh, within the division, and uh, also Arizona. So that's the that's the five remaining for the Cowboys, who are eight and four, and currently in first place in the NFC East. Uh, you heard Zeke on the um, on the Cowboy update talking about uh, his, you know, look, you got to play. In you know, asked if his knee is getting better. Uh, he replied that yeah, it it is getting better. It's football. Uh, never gonna be 100. percent Might be 100 percent first day of camp. Um, I mean, it's a tough game. I mean, yeah, I take a lot of pride being out there. <laughs> you know, you can't do the things that you know you can do. Yeah, you're gonna have to drag me off of the field. <laughs> you're gonna have to drag me off of it. How does it feel? Does he feel now? Feels good. Yeah, it feel, feels good. Uh, getting some strength back. Um, you know, a lot some of the stiffness is going away, and uh, so um, you know, got got an MRI. Uh, things look look good. They're they're getting better, so it's healing up and uh, going in the right direction. That is uh, Zeke. You know, talking about his knee, and I just started giggling when I when I heard that. Uh, for a guy that doesn't have a bad knee, why are you having an MRI? <laughs> <laughs> just just cuz <laughs> why not just thought we'd do that it didn't have anything else to do so mm-hmm. uh all right uh 825 and again the cowboys and uh and and uh, washington at noon uh on uh, on sunday and again the uh, 11 o'clock pregame 12 o'clock kick and it will be on our sister station fox sports central texas did, did the cowboys just kind of go through a little uh, losing those three or four or I, I or think, where, where are they right now? Well, I, that's a great question. I, I don't know. I mean, you you look at last week's game, they were able to figure out a way to get a win in, in New Orleans, which is not an easy thing to do. But, you know, New Orleans is banged up too. I mean, they've got a, a sort of makeshift quarterback that, you know, really the, the biggest thing that he had going for him on uh, Thursday was his legs. So – uh, you, you still, I think you're still in an, a let's see what happens stage for the Cowboys. Uh, you know, is getting Gallimore and Gregory going to extremely change this defense and make it even better than it has been? I, I think it has a possibility. Um, you know, is, is Micah Parsons going to be more comfortable back in a linebacking position than he was on the edge rushing position? I don't know. I mean, that's something we're going to have – that's a question that's going to have to be answered. You know, for me, I, I think you still kind of use him in that edge area if you can. You know, have some packages that, that keep him there because he he has been outstanding getting to the quarterback. And so, the defense has an opportunity out in front of them to, to get better. Offensively, I, I think that Dak's going to have to play immensely better than he's played in the past four or five weeks. I mean, I – I agree with RJ. I don't think Dak's played good at all. I mean, he's thrown some darts. He has made some big plays. It's been erratic. But it's been very inconsistent. Yeah. You cannot be inconsistent in this league and, and expect to get to where you think you want to be. And for Dak Prescott, I mean, don't give me that the receiver's running a bad route when he's running a seam route and you throw it four yards behind him. That's just – that's not on the receiver unless he drifted, which I don't think so. You're supposed to go right up the hash, and that's where he was. So, you know, going back and looking at the film, it's just he's missing some throws that we haven't seen Dak miss. And, again, it may be overcompensating for the shoulder. It may be the calf is not as well as we'd all like to think it is. I don't know. 
but he's going to have to play better. And the running game is going to have to get better. And Kellen Moore is going to have to trust the running game and, and run the football. Or this thing's going to continue to be kind of mediocre. Or the head coach has got to walk down there and go, son, slow it down, breathe in, breathe out, and run the football. I, I mean, you can't have, when you're trying to put away a game, you can't have a one-minute and three-second drive. Nope. Just can't do it. It, it, it. it will come back to haunt you sooner or later. All right, uh, 828, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We've, we've had a lot of fun with uh, with Ward uh, going to, uh, to Whitewater today. Uh, it's really only about 65 degrees in white water. We're just playing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It'll d- be great. It, 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 but you know what? I'll take the 30 degrees over the 80 right now this time of year. Yeah, I would any too. Any day of the week. Yeah, I would too. I would too. That's just me. Yeah. But it's, you know, the bottom line is what we've got, we've got a heck of a football game coming up on Saturday. Boy, do we. It's going to be fun. I, uh, you know, that. I, I think we, we talked to Coach Fredenberg yesterday, you and I, and, and one of the questions we asked him was, is your football team peaking at the right time? Because you hear coaches talk about that all the time. You know, you, you don't want to peak too early in the season, but you don't want to not be able to be on the rise when, when you're going through a championship run. And he said that he felt like his team was peaking at the right time, offensively and defensively. And they had a huge outpouring offensively on Saturday against a very good Linfield defense. And so – you know, if if this team can continue to rise and peak at the right time, you know, you've still got a couple of weeks to go, a couple more games to go and keep playing. Uh, this team is going to run the football at you. They're going to come downhill, and they're going to try to shorten the game as much as they possibly can. Well, UMHB likes to do that as well, but they proved last week that, hey, if we have to air it out, we can. They yeah. take what the defense gives them. A-, a month ago, you'd walk in here on Monday and go, man, the offense is, is just not – and then the last two weeks, you've walked in going, wow, the offense is really – I mean, so mm-hmm. there has been a dramatic change in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, it, it, there's been a huge change. And, it you know, it, it starts with that offensive line, and that unit is playing really, really well right now and getting it done. And, you know, Tom, you say it all the time. It, it starts in the trenches. I don't care what level you're on. If you can't get it done there, it's going to be a long afternoon for, for any offense. And so, you know, that's one of the things that's really been good for them. They've been able to – you know, hold that line and, and give Kyle King some time to throw the ball. Now he's done a great job with his legs, and, and Ryan Reddick's done some good things with his legs as well when need to be because, you know, it's not going to stay solid every single play. But for the most part, they've been able to shore it up and, and block well and, and give the running lanes an opportunity to, to move the sticks. And, you know, I, I just think that this is a, a multiple offense now that, that gives you options and defensively. It's going to be interesting how they stop that running game on Saturday of Whitewater because, you know, they're looking at Alex Pete. He's probably the best running back in the country right now. And and he he may have a chance to play on Sundays. And so they're going to have to figure out a way to slow him down and and make them do something that they're not as comfortable doing in their own house. Look, you can be as exotic as you want to. If you don't block and tackle, you don't win. No, it's you don't. It's simple. Uh Leon says, you need an offensive line that can make holes before you can even run the ball so we're not running. Well, uh, look, that's that's a healthy offensive line. That's an offensive line that should be performing at a high level. But uh, and, and Babe Laufenberg said it the other day. There, there's nothing – I mean – they flat got whipped by New Orleans, and that is a concern. I don't think I don't think no, there's there, any question there absolutely about it. is. I mean, for a long time, we talked about this offensive line being one of the dominant offensive mm-hmm. lines in in football. 
And right now, uh, for the Cowboys, it's not. It, it, there's no question that it's not blocking correctly. And, and I, for whatever reason, it's just the job's not getting done up front. And, and Leon's right. You do have to be able to open up holes to be able to run the football. But, I mean, if, if you tell your offensive line, hey, put your knuckle in the dirt and just get out and run block and let's get it done, I bet you you have an opportunity because there's some talent on that offensive line. Make no mistake about it. Yeah, I it's mean, just not playing to its level of talent right, right now. now. I mean, I think they may be in a little little fog right now. Absolutely. It's uh, eight thirty-two. Let's take a second. We got Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib coming up in a few minutes, but let's take a second to talk about Waco beef and pork processors. They're at five twenty-three Precision Drive, just off Franklin Avenue. Uh, right behind Rosas and the movie theater. And, and you can check them out online, by the way, at holysmokedsausage.com. That's holysmokedsausage.com. Uh, Mike says it is that time uh, for those uh, turkeys and those ham orders. Uh, we just did it for Thanksgiving. And let me tell you something. I did the turkey. It was phenomenal. And it's a cool thing. It's in a box. And uh, when you go pick it up, and then it's got it's got the heat and eat instructions right there on the box even i couldn't mess it up couldn't do it uh, i mean so it is ready to go uh so you know yeah if, if you want to, if you want turkey again for christmas or or a ham for christmas at christmas uh dinner uh all you got to do is give mike and the gang a call at 772 772-4669. do me a favor tell them that you heard it about it right here on uh on ESPN Central Texas, and uh, he'll give you a big hug when you come and pick it up. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Hey, they, they were founded in 1995, locally owned and operated. Great food, great steaks. Well, I mean, if you want – look, you may want steaks for Christmas. Just tell Mike how you want those steaks cut, and uh, he'll do you a special order. I promise you will. Then he'll vacuum pack those steaks, and maybe you have a couple left over. You can put them in the freezer and – and uh, get them out when uh, whenever you want to. It, it's it's that kind of deal. It's about personal uh, taking care of you. And in and, and a lot of our, our our people that we talk about here on the on the radio show, it, it's about that. It's about taking care of the customer and a locally owned business taking care of their community members. And that's exactly what Mike and his gang do over at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. They specialize in USDA prime beef, grade A pork, best barbecues uh, in all of Texas right there at Waco Beef and Pork Processors. So, again, if you're looking for a turkey or a ham for for uh, for Christmas, go ahead and give Mike a call. Get on the list, 772 772- Four six six nine. That's seven seven two four six six nine. And tell them that you heard it about it on ESPN Radio. It's Waco Beef and Pork Processors. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all of your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Melissa Smith had her ninth consecutive double double in a 94 40 win over Alcorn State. Queen Egbo left the game in the second half with an ankle injury. The Mavericks won in Memphis 104 96, while the Rockets beat Brooklyn 114 104. Tonight, the Spurs are at home against Denver. The Texans have placed Zach Cunningham on waivers a year after signing him to a $58 million contract extension. Tiger Woods announced that he will be back on the golf course a week from this Saturday. He will take part in the PNC Championship, a 36-hole event for tour champions and family members. He'll partner with his son, Charlie. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 839. Welcome back into the program. This is game time. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we uh, roll through this. Thursday morning, a lot of a big weekend coming up. High school football, NFL football, college basketball. There's a lot going on, but I want to take you back to last weekend as we welcome into the program Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald. Bryce, what a Saturday for uh, 
for for the for the Baylor Bears as they uh, win the uh, Big Twelve championship in a uh, in a crazy finish to a football game. Yeah, I think that probably goes down as one of the all time you know most dramatic finishes for Baylor football. I mean, uh, I've heard some people label uh, the you know McVeigh's play, uh, which is also being called the McPlay. Um, <laughs> And I said in the column the other day that, uh, you know, that, that seems like a great NIL uh, marketing opportunity for, you know, greater Waco area McDonald's locations there. I mean, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, I mean, I've heard some people say that uh, that play was the greatest, you know, play in Baylor football history. I think that's hard to quantify, especially when you're talking about over a hundred years of, of history, but, uh, I, I'd certainly put it, you know, on the list, <laughs> and, and uh, it was it was incredible. I mean, it was it was a it was a great game and a great finish. Yeah, we we were talking about it just those last three and a half minutes. You had to have a great special teams play. You had to have a great punt. Well, you got the great punt. You put them on the ten yard line. Oklahoma State had to have a great drive. Well, they got a great drive. They drove it eighty nine and three quarters. Then you had to have a defensive play. You had to have several defensive plays. You had a pass interference that created some more snaps. Uh, it, it it was just one of those. A lot of things had to happen for that to be a great finish, and they all happened. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, you mentioned the pass interference, and this I haven't really heard talked about as much. I haven't uh, really tweeted about it or anything like that myself, but I thought Milton's pass interference was huge uh, in a good way because, um, you know, in that situation, look, a a touchdown beats you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So uh, if you are beat as as a DB, um, man, tackle that guy if you have to. And uh, I thought I thought that was actually, uh, you know, and like you said, it gives Oklahoma State more chances. But uh, at that point, the clock is your friend and a touchdown is your enemy. <laughs> so you got to do everything you can to, you know, to keep them out of the end zone. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, I actually mentioned that to my uh, budding safety that lives in my house. So <laughs> we were um... – I don't know about you guys uh, down where you were, but we were having a conversation where we were about maybe letting Oklahoma State score so you'd have a little time because you were out of timeouts. And it looked like yeah. it was inevitable. They were going to score, right? Well, and that's, I guess, the argument against that would be how it played out. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's why we uh, talk about it and write about it and not do it. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, I, I'm never a big proponent on that because, uh, you know, even even when you're close, sometimes it's not always a given that you're you're going to score. Um, and, man, Baylor's defense just continually, continually stepped up. Uh, it, was, it, it was an incredible performance uh, by the defense, and I, I thought, you know, multiple guys really delivered in that game, you know, besides McVay. You know, Terrell Bernard was awesome. Um, JT Woods, you know, Ika. You know, there was a lot of guys that really stepped up and just kept, you know, making plays and kept Baylor in the game. Bryce, did you ever think you'd be talking this much defense about the Baylor Bears? <laughs> it's different, and it's uh, it's fun, you know. I mean, I, I we have seen some good Baylor uh, defenses over the years, I think, 
uh, the the um, you know Sugar Bowl team from two years ago had a had a very good defense. Um, this you know it, it's it's a switch in eras I think for the Big Twelve because you're seeing more defense played across the conference rather than maybe just at one or two schools. Uh, you know that to me was was two defenses you know two of the best defenses in the country going at it. Um, you know, Oklahoma State's defense, while different than Baylor's, I don't think they have quite the ball hawking ability that Baylor's defense has. But, uh, you know, on, uh, right up at the top in terms of, you know, sacks and stuff, they really put a lot of pressure on the quarterback and, you know, give shape and a lot of credit just for uh, holding up in the face of that pressure. You know, uh, it, it, the one thing I'm going to bring up, and I know everybody kind of gets mad at me for it, but. Uh, they went for it on fourth down, and I think that kind of sparked Oklahoma State when they didn't get it. I completely agree, and wrote as much. So, I mean, I'm I'm not going to be mad at you. <laughs> I mean, we got to be honest about these things. But, uh, to me, that turned the game around, and I hated the call. Um, and I, 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 like I said at the time, I mean, I get what uh. Dave Aranda is saying in terms of this is who we are, this is who we're going to be, and we've got to stick to that. And and the thing that I said in my column was this. I said, look, you know, can I, you know, criticize that call and be admire Baylor's stubbornness all at once? Sure. You know, because that's kind of where I'm at with that. I did not like the call to go for it. That said, I – I, I can get behind this idea of this is who we're going to be and we're not going to back down because, honestly, that attitude is what got them to the Big 12 championship game in the first place. When you look at this football team and heading into the Sugar Bowl against Ole Miss, is it going to be, hey, the defense does what they need to do and the offense hangs on, or are you expecting this offense to, to be – a, a, an offense that really puts the pressure on that defense of Ole Miss. I, I think uh, I think you're going to see maybe a little bit, you know, more wide open offense, and yeah, you're going to have time, um, you know, to prepare, um, which to me always adds a new wrinkle, a new element into the bowl games, just because these coaches have have a little opportunity to take a step back, you know, go deep in their scouting and. Um, and, you know, I think Shapin's playing with a lot of confidence. Um, by that point, you may have uh, Gary back. Uh, I would certainly think so. So, you know, you may be able to do some different things with two quarterbacks or, uh, you know. So I, I I think back to, like, <laughs> the, uh, the Russell Athletic Bowl where, um, you know, Baylor was without a quarterback basically, and and ended up winning that game in epic fashion because of of coaching. They they had time to prepare. They came up with, you know, an old school, uh, you know, basically wishbone kind of offense, and and it worked. Yeah, I was joking around. Uh, we were talking about it Monday. I said, hey, you could see a package where you have Gary and and Blake on the field at the same time. Why not have some fun with it? Uh, sure, eight, absolutely. Eight, 847, we're talking with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune Herald. Bryce, let's turn our attentions to high school football. We've still got uh, several teams with an opportunity to get to AT&T Stadium. And quite frankly, not being a homer, just looking at it, I, I think we do get uh, several teams to AT&T next week. 
absolutely. Uh, I think all four have a have a good chance. Um, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if all four got there. I think three out of the four um, seems like a really viable option. Um, you know, to me, <clears throat> I've said it all year. I feel like Mart is the is the team to beat. Um, once China Spring knocked off Carthage, I think they became the the team to beat in their division. Now that doesn't mean some of these other teams aren't aren't pretty good too. Um, <clears throat> you know, all you get to about Thanksgiving week and you're playing, you know, really really strong opponents every week. But man, uh, a lot of our teams are playing very very well, and <clears throat> you know, put Lorena up there right there with that because they, uh, Ray Biles' team is just scoring points like crazy. We had a story today just about, um, you know, the dynamic defensive and special teams play that the Lorena is getting uh, on its way, you know, on this playoff run. <clears throat> They're getting a lot of uh, lot of touchdowns, you know, on that side of the ball. Um, not just not just big plays, but, I mean, you know, they had two punt returns from, from Colton Dale uh, for touchdowns in the second half of that game last week. So uh, pretty incredible. Um, and that's not to take anything away from any any of our other teams. Uh, I was out at China Springs practice uh, earlier this week and um, watching them a little bit. And uh, just if, if you just go by practice and that's hard to, you know, hard to do uh, because the other teams are practicing and stuff too. But, I just thought they looked locked in. I mean, um, they were making throws, they were making catches. I mean, it was it was just like, yeah, they look they look like a team that's playing in the state semifinals. I mean, this is why they're there. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. I think we've got a shot to get get all those teams up there. One final thought, I'm going to take you back to college football. Uh, Bob Bowlesby, the commissioner of the Big Twelve, said the oversight committee says that. Uh, Hey, they need to take a look at this early signing period. That uh, you know that there's way too much coaching movement, and uh, they got to take a look at it. I mean, I wonder what gave them that 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 idea. <laughs> yeah, well, when you have coaches, uh, you know, coaching changes during the season. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, that's I think that's what's leading to it is all these uh, programs, and this is not something we haven't talked about before, but. Um, you know, they're all trying to get ahead of, of the coaching searches because they don't want to lose their recruits or they want to, you know, have the new coach in so he has time to get a recruiting class together before the signing day arrives. Um, you know, it, it was it was a tight window before when it was in February. <laughs> but when it's in December – um, you're talking about like right on the heels of the season, you know, the end of the season, the regular season, and before all the bowl games. So it's uh, – I know coaches pushed for that early signing date, but I think they also maybe didn't see all the uh, repercussions that might come from it. Bryce, what uh, what are you guys working on uh, for the next couple of days? Yeah, so we've we've actually got feature stories on all four of our remaining high school football teams. Uh, we had stories on Lorena and uh, Marlin today, uh, given that those teams play today. Uh, and then uh, we'll have stories on China Spring and 
arena. No, wait, let's see. Who am I leaving out? Mark. Uh, China, March. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, China Spring and March tomorrow. Uh, so, yeah, we got we got that. And then uh, come Sunday, John and I will have our dueling Heisman columns. Uh, we can't, um, you know, we're not allowed to say who we voted for <laughs> at this point. But uh, I will say our dueling Heisman columns aren't really that dueling because we voted for the same guy. So. All right, the Alabama quarterback. All right, uh, there you go. All right, hey, Bryce, as always, thanks, man. We appreciate it. Yep, thanks. Talk to you soon. That's Bryce Jerry for the Waco Tribute Herald. It's 852, and we're right back with more in just a moment. John W. Irwin General Contractors is proud to support the Mark Panthers. Since 1975, they've helped their customers complete more than 600 projects. They provide pre-construction, construction, post-construction, and architectural services. John W. Irwin General Contractors is willing to be involved in any or all facets of your project. Excellence, experience, integrity, and teamwork. That's John W. Irwin General Contractors. For more information, contact them at bids at jeconstruction.com. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Time for the grab bag on game time. Yeah, you're going to fly like an eagle. You know, it's going to be a little windy, maybe a little turbulence. I don't know. (laughs) Stop. Land in the sleet. Stop it. It's going to be a great day. Uh, 8.54, six away from nine. A a quick reminder that coming up in about an hour at 10 o'clock this morning, we're going to be ringing the bell for the Salvation Army. We're going to be at the Walmart on Franklin Avenue. So if you want to come by and say hello, we would uh, love to see you uh, later this morning, 10 until noon at the Salvation at the uh, Walmart on Franklin Avenue as we ring the bell for the Salvation Army. Plus, Toys for Tots continues. Uh, don't forget to bring a new unwrapped gift by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Put it in the big trailer there uh, for the uh, Toys for Tots campaign. That's what we got going. Uh, let's see. Don't forget, 2 o'clock this afternoon, the Number five seed Baylor volleyball team will take on number 12 Minnesota. That game's going to be, well, you can go to it, Ward. It's going to be in Madison, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right down the road. So yeah. uh, that uh, as they continue their uh, their trek through the NCAA tournament. So, man, look what you got going. You got you got top 10 basketball team on the men's side, top 10 basketball team on the women's side. You got the Big 12 Conference football champion. You got the number five volleyball team still going. I mean, uh, I'd say the uh, the fall and the winter have been pretty good for uh, for Baylor Athletics. Not to, bad at all. To say the least. All right. Uh, hey, look, safe travels. We appreciate uh, 
Appreciate it today. You uh, you have safe travels. Check in with us tomorrow, if you will. I will. Uh, your your uh, phone may be frozen to your face, but you, that'll be all right. You can <laughs> you can still give us a call, and uh, we'll be in. Um, you know, we'll have t-shirts and shorts on tomorrow here, as we head Flip-flops. for eighty-seven degrees tomorrow. A new world record for wow. temp- nice world record. <laughs> It will be a record for Waco, uh, 87. Mm. So, anyway. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, John Morris coming up at 3 today. Matt Mosley's at 4. And Greeny's coming up next. We'll see you over at Walmart here in about an hour on ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside,